We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, on WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Sadbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Hey Kaiser. Hello, well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gertz. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Percy, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Edda is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Katz. The Nocturne we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Bill Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Gale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike Ann and Rufus. We're back on WPTF of the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here, uh, along with uh, my friend Rufus Edmondson, former Attorney General, Secretary of State in North Carolina, Deputy Chief Counsel on the Senate Watergate Committee, uh, opposite Fred Thompson, who was a good friend of yours, uh, became a good friend, and uh, he's currently the Secretary General of Gardening, and I'm the Special Assistant. <laughs> to the Secretary General, and I, I really like that title. Well, better I, than announcer. I like it too, but it's just so untrue. Because, I mean, it just kind of expands man, the payroll, it, doesn't it? Yeah, but how, how are you going to have a winner of the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame being sort of sort of an assistant to a guy that is a member of the of the Hall of Infamous Fame <laughs> of some way. Boxing Hall of Fame. Yeah, Boxing Hall of Fame. Now that's what I got. Got Boxing Hall of Fame. Have a hot dog named after me. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> a road named after me, by the way, uh, at Phil Campbell's. It's called Rufus Way. And so, Isn't there an Edmiston Road in, in Boone? There's an Edmiston Road in, on the Blowing Rock Road in Boone. That's a cousin, Cousin Shuford Edmiston, who used to be the engineer for Tweetsie Railroad, by the way. Oh, Shuford, huh? Yeah, Is that Shuford. a biblical name? Yeah, Shuford. Well, Shuford, Rufus, Festus, they're all biblical names, huh? Yeah. Do you know that Rufus is a biblical name? Uh, he was a cross-bearer for Jesus. Yeah. Did you know that? And spelled backwards, it's suffer. Yeah. S-U-F-U-R. <laughs> now, you couldn't learn that at Appalachian if you tried. No, no. They don't. They, they, they should have a course on, uh, on uh, Rufus Edmonston there. Just, just go, to the, go to the Daniel, Boone, the Daniel Boone restaurant and ask them. Yeah. They'll tell you. You ever eaten there? Yeah, yeah, I said, uh, Nate, yeah, me too. Johnny, have you eaten there? Nate, uh, uh, Nate I Saunders. I've been for a couple of years, so I was, yeah, I, I like the Daniel Boone Inn restaurant. That's for sure. Yeah, I've I didn't know that you were an Appalachian guy. He went to state. Well, for two years, I, I transferred to state after two years. Oh, I didn't realize you went there either. How about that? Huh. Would your parents ship you off? Get you, try to get you out <laughs> well, of the way? Or? I thought I wanted to go into education when I graduated from high school, and that was a great education school, and then... If they would have had a horticulture program, I would have stayed there because I loved Appalachian. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anybody who ever went to school there who didn't. Yeah, and I, I think you find out Nate, uh, Nate Sanders is our, our morning newsman on WPTF, and he's our engineer for the show. And uh, Nate, I, I know that people who get in there and decide that they don't like the the cold and the snow and the dark, <laughs> they they get out pretty quickly. Yeah, but you, I've definitely noticed at least the four years I went there, way more people transfer in than transfer out. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And they stay in Boone. Yeah. yeah oh, they, they want to stay in Boone. My wife yeah. and I lived in Boone for another year after we graduated. Oh. Yeah, we stayed. I hear that so much. You know, I, there's so many things, uh, neat things here. Well, there's just nothing like a wonderful spring morning in Boone. Yeah. And the nice summers. Uh, now, I'm not one that used to adore the winter because I didn't ski. I skied one time and went. You fell and down a couple broke, of hills. Broke an ankle yeah. while I did it. It went from one side to the other. Ooh. But I found so many people that are living there now who either taught in the college and decided to stay or students who stayed and opened restaurants and clothing stores. And so Our, friend, our, friend, our late friend Tommy Speed. Did that? Yeah. Uh, whose uh, dad was uh, a state representative and a senator, James Speed from Franklin fellow. County. Uh, Tommy, yeah. Tommy stayed up there after he got his law degree and sure had a did. nice practice. A, a great, a great, uh, smart citizen. guy. Smart, wonderful yeah. friend. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a lot of, I mean, I, every app student I've ever talked to, app graduate, wish they could figure out some way to stay. In that part of the state. Yeah. Well, Johnny, I'm, I have a, a new respect for you, my friend. Yeah. Got <laughs> I do remember one of those nice spring mornings when uh, we got up and everybody had shirts and uh, t-shirts and shorts on, and by that evening, I think there was six inches of snow on the ground. Yeah, it, it does do that. <laughs> we're at uh, we're at Camco, and uh, it has a Pittsburgh address, and and uh, we're just on. on you know, about five miles west of uh, of Pittsburgh, uh, between Solder City and Pittsburgh, Highway 64. And 
You were doing a, a nice job off the air, Debbie, of, of reading some of the things. They, they have a huge business, developing a really big business here of uh, rentals for things like aerators, for instance, lots of things. Absolutely. I was, uh, I'm just, I think this is a fabulous business here on 64 between Siler City and Pittsburgh. And they, they have an equipment rental uh, list the list of equipment is amazing not only can you get your quality uh, aged um, bark mulches here you can rent the dump to put uh, the dump trailer to put behind your car or truck and if you don't have a hitch they got a hitch they can put on the back of your vehicle too they've got everything you need pressure washers uh, post hole diggers wheelbarrow things you can rent and cam is back with us now so I'm gonna hand it back to him Yo, I, I just saw a, a a wood splitter up there now. That was a. Is that, that something a, you'd like for that's Christmas? That's a big honcho there, man. Uh, oh yeah, that boy's got the power, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I like using that. It's way better, a whole lot easier. <laughs> so you all rent that, but you also uh, you have some uh, some wood available for. Oh yeah, we have a bunch of bunch of firewood for sale. Uh, we can do half cords or full cords. Did you split that? Uh, yeah, most of it. Yeah, I did. Very good. <laughs> you enjoyed that, didn't you? Uh, not really. Oh really? <laughs> I think that's fascinating. We used to have got to, to keep the limbs out of the way. I used to have to cut the kindling for Mama's wooden cook stove. I grew up in northern. Well, I I I, I spent a lot of years in northern Indiana, and even in my adult life, uh, in certain areas I lived, we chose to heat with wood. So our weekends were splitting. And hauling and stacking wood. So we used a log splitter, too. Oh, mm -hmm. we, we, we had a, I, an, an axe. When I was growing up, I was my dad's wood splitter. So I was <laughs> ah, ah, okay. Uh, do, do you still do that? Uh, we Are, still heat uh, some of the house with wood. Um, we have gone to the, the wood splitter that y'all are speaking of there that you could rent now rather than the um, than the mall and axe. and Yeah. Uh, it's Melissa's uh, first, my wife's first cousin is a physician, retired now, but a physician up in, in Sparta, and uh, they, they have a huge wood stove that uh, they use quite a bit. A lot of those folks up there use, yeah. use wood stoves, and, mm -hmm. and it's, uh, it's, you know, it's hard work to, if you have to cut the wood, but... And uh, during a big winter, you go through a lot of wood, but mm -hmm. that's, it's really neat that you can, that you can uh, buy wood here if you want it, but you can also, if you want to split it up, uh, what, else, what else do you have for rent? Because I know a lot of people, your dad was talking about, uh, it, it, you really, if you live here, you have to drive a long way to find a rental company. So that is really a, a great service that y'all are providing. Um, yeah, we we have trailers, uh, blowers, trimmers. We even have generators. You never know. Uh, right. Also have uh, kerosene heaters as well, and uh, we have tillers. Uh, we even have wheelbarrows, push mowers, pressure washers, uh, even a plant tamp for patios. So, I mean, whatever you've got, we probably got it, or we can probably get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So many, so many things. Uh, describe some of the things that you have for sale inside the, the store here. Uh, we have bird seed, uh, bird feeders. We have a bunch of. We're kind of new into that, so we don't know it very well. But a bunch of the bird stuff. We have a uh, lawn, uh, lime seed fertilizer, spreaders. We have a few chemicals, sprayers, backpack sprayers. Uh, we have weed killer, bug killer. We also have ant killer. Um, 
you have a little bit of everything. So. You sure do. Uh, and, and it's uh, and this really, I, I can see y'all expanding and becoming a country store, too. I mean, you'll, you'll have uh, fresh vegetables out here for sale during the summer at some point because y'all are, uh, you know, you're out here in a very growing area, but it's a very rural area still. So it's kind of a, this can become a meeting place for people. Now, uh, give us the address for folks who have their GPS ready to go. Uh, 7688 U.S. Highway 64 West. Okay. Well, we've had Paul on, on hold for a while. Paul, thank you so much, and it was nice m meeting you at uh, the Farmer's Market. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Doing fine. Um, you guys sounding great this morning. So, thank you very much. Um, you know, I was telling you about where my wife and I, we saw you at the State Farmer's Market. We're dropping off our painting um, for the State Fair, and I am happy to announce that my wife won first place in the professional painting division. Wonderful. Very good. Yeah. So that's uh, nothing like a blue ribbon at the State Fair. Mm -hmm. Aunt yeah. B tried with her pickles, and it didn't work. <laughs> so... Uh, so Glad. I was going to come and see y'all at Grasshopper Farm, and I got there, and I drove into the parking lot, got out of my car, and I realized that I had left my volunteer shirt for the SAS championship, and uh, I had to, I didn't get to come in and see y'all and say, hey, oh, I had to drive home. What a oh, great, my. great place. They've done a wonderful job out there, uh, the Logan's it folks. It looks really, really beautiful. My wife actually took some photographs. Uh, years ago with Mr. Brogwell, and uh, I never, I met him once, um, he was a nice old guy, you know, it was a nice old store. Um, but well, they, they have, uh, they have renovated it, but uh, they have kept a lot of the old there, and, yeah. and that community it's, is so excited about the fact that they have done that, Yeah, preserved that really building. Great. Really looks great out there. It's about 16 acres, and we had, uh, had a retired extension agent, uh, on who actually used a uh, a drone and GPS and a computer and had a Johnny had a um, maze a computer on the front of his his uh, his little tractor and he cut it using the computer. Uh, yeah. Amazing, yeah, yeah. Amazing the technology and and farming these days. Uh, drones are, are becoming a, a big thing. We um, we have a drone in the Granville Person County office, and a couple of the agents uh, have their license to, to fly it. And a lot of applications uh, for that, but yeah, the tractors. There's a there's a farmer in Person County um, that's a, a couple brothers, and they do soil samples. They send their soil samples to a um, a place, and I can't remember what state it's in, <clears throat> and they program those tractors to put out the, the fertilizer that's supposed to be put out remotely. I mean, it's, it's just amazing what can be done with technology. Yeah, it is, and Cam, that's uh, that's something that, that y'all probably should put on your list. You could start renting drones, too. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know what people are going to need, but uh, it's... Uh, that, that's that's pretty amazing. So you you have quite a quite a list of rental products here, and uh, how many different mulches do you have? Uh, I have seven different types of mulches. Well, there's something. I, when I took a little tour of the the place out there, 
it's not only landscape. If somebody's doing a small building job, you've got you've got the, the rock, the gravel, the not not only doing a yard, you you can do small building projects as I as I see out there. Randy, are you sure there isn't something you want to say? No, you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, you <laughs> see, you've said it now. You, you should move a little closer to the microphone and and expand on that. <laughs> Number one broadcast team. I tell you, well, I don't know what we are, actually. We're early risers. <laughs> yeah. If nothing else. And hearty eaters. Well, we're going to have us a nice meal at your, yeah. in my favorite place. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to head to S&T's. Anybody want to join us? <laughs> All well, right. We have Steve with us there, I see. We still have, yeah, we got Steve Steve over here from Garner, our daily expert. Uh, but uh, Paul, uh, anything, anything else you wanted to talk about? Hello, Paul. Did we lose Paul? Yes, we did. He said, well, they've just given up on me. 919 uh, 860 We're at Camco in... Yeah, we lost Paul. Uh, okay, he hung up. All right, call back Paul if you need to. 919-860-9783. We're at Camco in Chatham County on Highway 64. We'll uh, talk to John in Hillsborough coming up here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. We're at uh, Camco uh, Landscape Supply in in, uh, Chatham County here on 64 between Pittsburgh and Siler City, about five miles west of of, uh, Pittsburgh. And John is in Hillsboro. John, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning, Mike. Yes, uh, sir. You were talking with your last guest, and you talked about firewood. It sparked my memory that we took down a crab apple tree in my backyard, had to rot it. And the fellow that took it down, he didn't take down the stump. <laughs> he left me about three feet. So I've got to get in there and get that last chunk out. How many uh, times have you tripped over? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my, my question is, how because you see the YouTube videos, because, you know, you want to take out the stump to burn it out versus trying to find a guy that will grind it out and get all the food. How bad is it to burn out a stump? It I takes forever. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. That's <laughs> and, and, and putting in all that, that stump, stump rot, they call, count on five years. Yeah. If you want to take that baby I, out there and get somebody to come grind it, and I'm sure these boys here can... Are going to have stump. Do y'all have stump grinders? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. You, that's a specialized tool. There. Yeah, you probably want someone familiar with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't grind your way down to China. Don't grind it. Like I guess over to get a stump. You might. You might hit yeah. oil if you. If you go too but Yeah, but I would. I would not recommend that. Uh, do you, Do you like matches and and fire, John? <laughs> 
Well, I got to do something. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever known an arsonist. Have you, Rufus? Have you ever I certainly, one? We, we've arrested a lot. <laughs> ah. we, we, had a, uh, we had a fellow that I'm not going to say what. He went into a dance. He would burn stuff and do a dance with no clothes on. He dealt with all kinds. He, he, he had a real, real fetish, I'm telling you. <laughs> he said, my wife Better likes it too. I, you know, I love it when people burn leaves uh, out in the country, but I'm burning stumps. I don't know. Well, uh, like I said, I, I stumbled on it somehow on a YouTube video, and they made it look simple, but I, I just didn't know if that was something that was practical or not. Well, among this group, it doesn't seem to be practical, but All right, well, so we may have uh, fur and against they, they fur and again. Have, they must, John, they must have chopped it up before they set fire to it because you're not trying to make a canoe out of that stump. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also depends on how old the stump is. That's true. If the stump yeah. is still green, it, it ain't going to burn. burn. It won't. Yeah, that's right. And now, if it's a year or more old and it's aged a little bit, you might be able to drill some one-inch holes in it, dump some kerosene down in it, and mm -hmm. uh, set it on fire that way. But, uh, of course but it you, has you, to be secured. It can't be green. Right, and you don't want to wait yeah. for that for that to happen. Well, you don't want to poison your, your soil either with right. that kerosene. And, 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 and that's my well, well, it's those sorts of things. I, 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 uh, before, it, won't, it, it stays in the stump as long as you burn it. It does. Yeah, it, hold, it, it, hold on. We got to take a break. And we'll be clumsy. Fine. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 1034 919 9783. Johnny, you were going to weigh in about the uh, stump burning. It's kind of a um, well, thing we do. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, just agree with the consensus there. That it would be better to to grind it than than burn it. I mean, yeah, it, most of the material that you would use to um, use for a fuel in it would probably burn up. But um, yeah, it would just be a safer thing to either either grind it. And depending on the size, you know, could get a small backhoe or something there and just lift it out. And, because if you grind it, it's going to take a while before you could actually plant back in that space because that that root the root system and the and the stump still has to rot even though you grind it you don't usually get all of it so you know if, if it's a crab apple they don't usually have a huge trunk um might be a possibility just to remove it with a, a small backhoe or something um, how about just that kill it, you could yeah, if, it, if it were a crepe myrtle you just aggravate it to have about a thousand sprouts <laughs> <come up. laughs> no, yeah, it aggravates yeah. you it doesn't you don't aggravate it <laughs> ever get rid of the, the crepe mole because uh, they just keep sprouting back out um, and also uh, I think I had somebody that asked about the um, empress tree earlier and I think she mentioned I don't know if she's still listening but she was asking about eradicating it yes yes and thank you to eradicate any um, any woody uh, tree or weed that you're you're trying to get rid of that can be difficult uh, sweet gum uh, comes to mind uh, as one that, that is often tried. You know, people try to get rid of, and you cut it, and they just sprout right back. Uh, but if you'll cut it, and and shortly after you cut it, within you know, I'd say I don't know if research has been done, but within 30 minutes, at, at the at, uh, get just paint it with either straight glyphosate, which is the active ingredient of, of Roundup, 
or no more than 50-50 water and, and glyphosate. Um, you can use just, like I said, just use um, polar concentrate, 41% glyphosate, and just paint the top of that, and that will uh, keep that plant from coming back. So if you, uh, a lot of times the woody uh, weeds that are, you know, have gotten a little bit of a diameter on it, you cut it, um, and, and it, sometimes they'll sprout back, but if you'll paint it with that glyphosate, and the empress tree, empress tree uh, should uh, respond the same way. So if you just cut it, made a fresh cut, and just paint the top of it with the 41% glyphosate. Well, that's, that's new on me, Johnny. I, I thought you had to have something green coming out to spray on to make it work. Well, I, that's good to know. It's good to know. Yeah, now, the, the, you know, the tree, of course, needs to be green when you cut it. I mean, it has to be an actively growing tree, but um, yeah. you, know, you wouldn't have to worry about it sprouting back if it wasn't. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you don't, it, it will, it will take it up and um, and keep it from, from coming back. So that, and, that's and a good way to, to eradicate. It's also better to dab it, not to spray it, too, no. That way you don't spray anything that's around it. Yeah, you do have to be careful. Yeah, yeah, it, you do want to. Uh, you can paint it. You can, if you if you don't care about anything around it, you could you could spray. You could have a spray bottle that. If you have a lot of, of weeds or a lot of woody weeds, I'll say in an area, then the, the the spraying is faster. But you do have to be careful about what you um, spray it on because it's uh, going to kill whatever it comes in contact with. So. Uh, you spray it, so the, the painting, you know, paintbrush works very well. Yeah, I uh, see if I can find it here. A uh, got an email from the folks at Braswell Family Farms, uh, big egg producers uh, across the uh, across the world, but uh, they are located in Nashville. Nash oh, absolutely, County, and the Braswell family, and they are having a contest for those who enjoy dressing up this time of year. They have a contest uh, for uh, Braswell Family Farms. They're holding uh, throughout the uh, month of October, whoever sports the most creative egg costume will win a year's worth of eggs from uh, family, uh, uh, Braswell Family Farms. So it's some really... Riff, is that something you might uh, consider? Well, those are nice folks. I remember one time years ago, uh, they joined in a class action suit we had against these European feed grain people, and I helped them get a little money back, and it was a wonderful client. Yeah, they, they, are, uh, they are wonderful people. Uh, to enter, uh, the participants must take a photo of their egg outfit and upload it to social media and tag uh, Braswell Family Farms. That's... Uh, at Braswell Family Farms. Winners will be selected first full week of November, and I'm sure they have information on their website. And then uh, Ryan sent a um, uh, neat picture of, of somebody who, of an egg uh, walking around. So if you can come up with a great egg uh, to for the folks at Braswell Family Farm, you'll win eggs for a year. That's not a bad deal. I was just reading an article about um, things like eggs and milk and so forth being, things certainly being uh, expensive because of inflation right now, and and that's uh, been continuing. So, dress up like an egg, and if you win, you'll get plenty of eggs. <laughs> so, thank you for, to the folks at uh, Brazel Family Farms, good Nash County operation. 
919-860-9783. Herb is in Fuquay, Verena. Herb, good morning. You're on the Weekend Gardener. Good morning, Mike. First of all, I want to say congratulations on your well-deserved award. Um, well, thank you. I just You definitely deserve it. And I have listened to you for a long time. I'm 66 years old. I remember you were on WPTF when Karen Carpenter died. And that's how I found out she had passed away. You announced it on the station there, and you were on the air that day when she had passed away. I'll be doggone. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember also a night show you had, uh, Blessed Are the Believers by Ann Murray. It was a popular song in those days. And you Yeah, that was, that, that was called Night Song, and it was a, uh, it was a request show. That, yeah, I did, right. uh, that I did after Open Line. And, uh, and I it, called you and requested that song. I talked wow, to you that night. that's been a long time ago. <laughs> you know, Charlie Gaddy did that show in the 60s, in the 1960s when he was there. Yeah, but, I had uh, heard that. Well, you and Bart Rittner also, just good memories. You know, Gary Dornberg, all of those names from the past were just amazing. Good and friends, man. Good that. friends. Mm. I miss yeah. them so much. They, they were so talented. I, I, I mentioned during my speech um, for the induction ceremony how lucky I was to not only have gotten a job there, but to have worked with legendary people. I mean, I stepped yeah. right into a shop that, that uh, they were all heroes of, of mine. And I, I learned, you know, I, had a, uh, I mentioned I had a, basically an Ivy League education in broadcasting. From working with uh, all those people, so okay, <laughs> yeah. It, well, that it was a good amazing. education. Learned a lot, and you know, they didn't. These guys didn't uh, always take time to to try to. I mean, you know, they point out mistakes, but they didn't have time to uh, sit there and train me. I had to learn. I had to listen. I had to watch. I had to practice. I had to. I had to do it. Yeah, or I wouldn't be there very long. So. Uh, watching them was was what uh, helped bring me along. Well, you always sound so relaxed and just natural. It's like you found what you were, what the Lord put you on the earth to do. You just, you just I, I think raised. He did because otherwise, I don't I don't know how I would have gotten gotten the job because I didn't have the experience. I worked some at, at WKNC at at NC State, at a student radio station. Yeah, no, no, I have no, no no experience in commercial broadcasting except for uh, Curtis Media, Durham Life Broadcasting, then Tur Curtis Media stations. So, yeah, I, he he had to have had a hand a hand in it. I know he didn't have a lot of time for me, but he certainly <laughs> helped me there. Well, he took just enough time to make it worth your while and worth the people, <laughs> the listeners' while, because you sure are a treasure. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I appreciate that more than you'll ever know, Herb. Well, Herb, he's that way in every aspect of his life, I can tell you that. A generous, kind, empathetic person who tries to put himself in other people's shoes, and he rarely criticizes anybody. I can't find him saying anything bad about most people. Well, you know, when I'm wearing the news hat, I think uh, Nate would probably tell you this, I'm pretty intense. In there during the week. Sure, that's it's, a heavy you know, job. It's, it's all business. It's quite different. I'm, I have uh, I have a couple of different personalities. I think. Very scary. Yeah. Very scary. Scary to, <laughs> no, to be around. Yeah. 
Well, when you're going I, I to work be. at four in the morning, it's a little scary. All yeah, the time. you know, I'm I'm just so, so thankful. I, for years, I was uh, a part of the uh, WQDR's morning show too. I, I still do the news, but it's really hard. It's much easier to do news uh, and be intense than it is to get up at 3.30 in the morning and have to be happy and smile. Yeah. That was tough. I, 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 never, I never mastered that. Oh, my God. Uh, Brother Wheelis can, can fake it pretty well, even on the bad mornings, but I, I, I never... I never did that very well, but I, I can I can handle the news. But I, you know, I'm a, this is a different deal. Uh, yeah. Well, I used to wonder how announcers could get up in the morning and have a migraine headache, feel terrible, and to get on the radio like today is the best day of their life. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. It's really not easy because just like everybody else, things bother us. Things are happening in our lives, and uh, but you just uh, you that's the art of being a professional in, in any field of work. Mm-hmm. Arguing a, a case in court, you're working for somebody, Rufus, and you've got to be at the top of your game because they're paying right. you. And sometimes people's lives are at stake or livelihoods. And, uh, and when you own uh, the Debbie is, uh, is, is, you know, sales to a certain extent. And <laughs> with sales, you, you've, got to, you've got to really, you've got to be happy about it. And I also interface a lot with engineers when it comes to stormwater, our products. We make commercial blends for uh, green infrastructure and low-impact development. So um, right over here in Chatham Park, uh, Permatil, the expanded slate in a different gradation, is used to filter stormwater runoff. So I'm not an engineer, but I've had to learn through NC State's wonderful... Uh, programs more and more about stormwater, so I can yeah. put on that face, be confident, and be confident, and and and, and talk. That, you know yeah. that's something that uh, it, it's taken. When I I talk about all the legendary people I had to work with, it was hard to move along. It was hard to move up. Yeah, because they were they were there for so long, and I'm thank I'm glad glad they were there mm-hmm. i saw mario dell last saturday night we had a, a durham life broadcasting uh, reunion so folks who were there a long time ago i uh, the guy who hired me charlie Stegall, who's 90 years old was there mari who's in his mid-80s uh, how is, is there doing i've wondered he's uh, you know he uh I, he mari uh lost his wife this week pat passed away what a wonderful person a nurse a pediatric nurse that a lot of people in raleigh will certainly remember and and Mari uh, everybody remembers Mari if you're voting yeah. in in Kerry at some of the the uh, early voting places there's one on uh, a street named after Mari Mario Academy, Dell right off of Academy Street I right. think it is in so you can um, yeah Mari is loved and our prayers go out to to his daughters and sons-in-law and, and to Mar- Uncle Mari of course yeah. but uh, yeah you know it was hard to move up. It was hard to be confident, uh, mm-hmm. but you know it's something you have to have to develop and and push through over the years. You find your find your place. But yeah, well, thank you, you for all those place, kind words. And you, I hope you're there for many more years to come. I listen to you every Saturday, and I I've got all these good memories of you and all of the announcers that we talked about. So many of them: Wally Osley, Mario Dell. Uh, there was a lady who was there many years too at the night. Barbara Heisler. Barbara Heisler. Yeah. 
Definitely. And, and uh, Donna Mason. Yeah, I remember Donna great Mason too. Oh, Donna Mason, they called her. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was. Donna was. I don't know, six two, something like that. Yeah. She might yeah, have been taller than that. One time, and I felt like a midget. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, she may have been. I don't know. I never asked her. What uh, I didn't want to offend her by asking her height. I didn't want her to beat me up. She she was a lot <laughs> a lot bigger than me. Yeah, you don't but, want to. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she wouldn't have done that. But I I don't I don't know how tall she was. Uh, but she was tall, Donna. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for all the years, and I wish you you and your family nothing but the best. And God bless you all, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Well, you go down and do some business with uh, with Miss Nelson at the Garden Hut. I'll definitely plan to do it. I sure will. And we'll Thank be you there. You, you come visit us because we'll be there on the 5th of November. Okay. Sure I'll try to make a point to do that. I sure will. In a couple November of weeks. 5th. Sounds right. good. Herb, well, thank you very you much. Thank you so much, Mike. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bye. God bless. Thank you. God bless yes, you. Sir. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. Uh, well, no, wait a minute. We don't have a break. Jason told me we didn't have a break here, so we'll just keep talking. Uh, I don't know where. Uh, Cam, come back over here, buddy. Hey, he's with a customer. I'll bring the customer over here, too. We'll, uh, we'll, get, a, we'll get a testimonial. But we are, we're at Camco, 7688. That's right, 7688 US64 West. Where's the, you didn't bring the customer with you? No, he's uh, <laughs> getting some prices done. Uh, okay, we've just uh, tell us. Uh, you have you have mulch. You deliver mulch. You mulch of uh, uh, mainly hardwood. I guess you have. It's all hardwood mulch. Uh, yes, most of it. We have. Uh, That's the better investment. Yes, it really is. Yeah, especially the dyed. The dyed, yeah. Uh, that's fancy. Do you have dyed mulch? In your I've garden? used the red one one time before. Yeah, they have black. I can see the top of that. That's. That's uh, somebody used uh, at the, and I've, I've talked about it several times, the Embassy Suites in Raleigh on Glenwood and Creedmoor. They built, there was a, a steep bank there, and a, a landscaping company, some horticulturists came in and planted some really great plants, uh, abelias and encore azaleas and a couple of crepe myrtles and things like that. They had a nice... They were sitting there, and they used black, jet black mulch mm-hmm. behind it, and it just those those bright yellow abelias and so many of the things they had out there. Uh, it it was just such a perfect contrast, and it still looks good. It's it's really uh, filled out now. And but, by the way, one time I I did ask a horticulturist. I said, "Is there any danger in the dye?" They said, absolutely not. No, I'm sure they, they use a special, no, so special dyes. If you're there. worried about any, any coloration damaging your soil, it's not so. It's yeah. perfectly safe. But something that's really getting big here is uh, the, the rentals for equipment. And you have all kinds of, tell us, tell us more about some of the uh, equipment that you rent or is available to rent. Uh, trailers, dump trailers, uh, augers. Uh, post hole diggers, um, generator, blowers, lawnmowers, weed eaters, just a little bit of everything. These are wood. all, all gas-powered? Uh, yes. Firewood splitters? Yes, we do have Ooh, firewood man. splitters, yes. I can see that big one up there right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
We got to get you one. I'll talk to Linda. I'll talk to Linda. I love the sound of that. She's got a new car. Now you can. She can get you a oh, wood splitter. Yeah, be fair. Yeah. I got her a new car. <laughs> Time for me to have a wood splitter. <laughs> Anything else you'd like? Uh, well, just that you don't want to rent. I I really want chocolate cake. <laughs> I, I just, I'll I, get you some chocolate. Can cake. you rent I, that? <laughs> and can't wait for a little a little bit of the, the that pecan praline over there. I see. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about his wife, by the way. Cameron makes pecan praline that is tonight. Peanut brittle, yeah. Can't, it's a it's a Pittsburgh yeah. recipe. It's a yeah. friends of, friends of the Londons gave her that recipe, and it's it's made with we have a, a big marble slab that we have to lift up onto the counter every year, and she just makes it around the Christmas time, and it involves extremely hot uh, whatever she puts in it, uh, the caro syrup and different things. And soda, she put soda in there, and that keeps it real light. And mm-hmm. then, then it's, uh, it goes from real hot to that cold marble, and it spreads out, and and it's hardens immediately. But it's it's not it's not real hard. It doesn't break your teeth. It's crisp, and it has a, a just a perfect flavor. It's addictive. She leaves a can of it, and she makes several batches, and there's always a big can in there that has it in there, and I just try to, I don't open it. Mm. Otherwise, I'd sit there like a, a hog and and just just keep eating. Well, that's what it's made for, hogs. We, we <laughs> dole it, we dole it out, we give it to a lot of people. We'll have Except to bring some me. to y'all. They don't want to give me any because i got diabetes, but I sneak some from other people. <laughs> I've been, been, been the benefit of, of those, of that uh, peanut brittle, and that's some of the best peanut. Isn't it, it amazing, Johnny? Probably the best peanut brittle I've ever had. Mm. It's the best I've ever. As you had. said, Mike, it just it, it comes apart. It doesn't it doesn't break your tooth when you bite into De- it. That's Debbie, it. we'll have to invite you closer to Christmas so we can, mm-hmm. can get some to you. I want to um, get in on that. All yes. right, mm-hmm. all right, we we'll do. Cameron, that. I'm, I'm envisioning here, uh, like Mike said a moment ago, this place has so much potential, and you just started out. <laughs> yeah. I, I see a place to repair at, at some point, repair garden equipment for people. Uh, yeah, just a little. It's mainly for our personal uses, for our equipment, but, uh, I mean, we can do a little bit of stuff for people. The only thing I didn't see back there was a chainsaw. Yeah, I, I don't, we don't rent those out. Yeah, you know. the people back there <laughs> have to fool with that. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> that does involve some limbs. Now, that involves you. <laughs> Your your hands, your arms, those limbs, and your legs. That's the liability issue there. I've Ooh, seen boy, some real yeah. fools with the chainsaw. My watch just told me I need to stand up, so I'm, I'm going to do that. It does feel better. See it? Oh, you've got okay. See, it tells me to stand up, stand up, and move a little bit for one minute. Well, there's no Baptist hymn. Will stand up, stand up for Jesus. <laughs> So, uh, Johnny, uh, give us give us some tips on what some things, and, and Debbie, too, what are some things we can do in the landscape this week? Uh, well, well, I've, I've thought, and I, I mentioned, I, I think I heard Cameron mention they had some, some ant killing killer there, and I've had several calls this uh, last couple of weeks on fire ants. Uh, since the we had, we've had some moisture come through, those fire ants have really popped up um, quite a bit. And so, you know, be watching out for those ant hills, and you know, on a warm day, you can treat those. And some great publications from NC 
state uh, as far as controlling uh, your fire ants. So that's something to, to look out for. Pruning is something you, you, you want to still probably hold off on. Um, some great publications, again, from NC State Extension. Um, one of the better ones I like is uh, how to prune specific plants. It tells you when you know when you want to pl- uh, prune a particular plant. We mentioned the sanklas earlier. They're you know they're they're can be tricky. You want to you know depending on whether it's a sankla or a japonica, uh, you, bloom, you you prune them at different times. But right after All the right, bloom, well, John, don't leaves. don't leave that right now. I, I want to know when the best time to prune a sankla camellia. I, I have them just blooming like crazy. And I've got to get him off of the road because people like Mike's car, he had to ease away from it, Linda's new car, and I need to come off about a foot. Should I go it's ahead and go all the right way back the to the trunk? Right after Well, the you can prune them back hard. If you prune them back that hard, Rufus, I'd wait till they go completely dormant, probably um, January, February. But right. right after they finish blooming, you can you can trim them back and not have to worry about pruning bloom, uh, you know, your blooms off for next year because they bloom on last year's growth. So Correct, I know that. They yeah. in the summer, that's what they're going to bloom on. So, so, so about if you're going to do you know some some when serious they, when they pruning, fade, when, wait more when the flowers fade, then you're pretty safe. That's that's what I've done before, and I can go back at least a foot. And yeah. get them off oh, the yeah. roadway. E- easily, yeah, easily do a foot. Right, big, big John and Mike mm-hmm. Rayleigh don't want to mess up their cars coming through there. That's right. That's right. I was driving. But, uh, yeah, it's a great, it's a great publication. First if you slide. can put um, your your search engine NCSU extension how to prune specific plants, you'll get that publication that tells you exactly when to prune uh, different plants. Uh, so. You know, it's, that's some of the things. Of course, you know, people are getting up leaves. You know, composting is is big this time of year as far as composting your leaves. If you mulch them, you know, get them a little bit smaller before you compost them. They they break down quicker. Uh, but yeah, lots of things to do in the in the yard this time of year. Debbie, we got about a minute uh, for for you. To... Uh, it's a good time. Also, always a good time to test your soils and get some lime down if needed. Um, if you are selecting bulbs. Flower bulbs to plant for fall. Uh, don't forget they need really good drainage. Um, if, if, if you have voles, the voles might get them, but if the soils are damp and don't drain very well, they will also rot. So grab some permatil vol block when you're planting your bulbs. Um, and just enjoy this lovely weather. That's, yeah. that's what I say. Well, well, I don't want to blow up the ground without using soil free until the end of November. So um, if you want to do your soil testing, uh, go ahead and get those in. Uh, get them in before the end of November. They're free. After um, December first, there'll be a, a four dollar charge until the end of March. So thank you. Great time to yeah. get that done. Yeah. Uh, Cameron, uh, quickly, we've got a little less than a minute. If you can go through some of the things that y'all have here, R- equipment rentals, of course. Um, all rentals. We have aerators, lawn edgers, uh, excavator loaders, uh, rentals, log splitters. Uh, augers, tillers, and uh, dump trailers. And of course you have plenty of mulches, uh, hardwood mulches for people and you do deliver. Uh, yes, we also do deliver and we can spread it if you would like. Um, we have uh, seven different types of mulches. We have uh, gravel, sand, fill dirt, Chapel Hill grit. Um, we also have dry stack stone and Very plants. Good. And we spread it uh, here on this show every week, so we'll see you next week on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Thanks to my friend Rufus. Thanks, Jason, back at the station. Nate, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. We'll love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you. Bye.